Welcome back to another episode of Good to Game Radio. I'm your host, Tony speaking. Tonight in the studio with me, I got Vance, Jaime, and Josh, who's new to the show. Welcome, Josh. How you Thank doing? Thank you. Thank you. Good to have good to be here. Thank you for having me. Put it that way. Yep. For all the viewers, Josh uh is a um founding uh, partner of the Midnight Watch podcast. Yep. Before we start, you know, with our uh, our theme for the night, Josh, why don't you tell us about the Midnight Watch podcast? So, it's uh my brother and I, my brother Jeremy and I, we started it uh I guess in May of 2020 when the pandemic kicked off, probably like 30 million other podcasters. And uh, we review um, movies that are at least 10 years old or older, um, all different genres. And uh, right, we've been on hiatus actually for <laughs> almost all of this year. Uh, my brother had his first child and he is the uh, sole breadwinner at his house right now. And he's going back to school. So with all of that, it's been really hard to get in and uh, record new episodes. But we've got almost 50 episodes. If y'all want to go check them out, they're on all all uh, podcasting platforms, the Midnight Watch podcast. And uh, see what you think. We're also on Instagram under the same name. And yeah, but I'm stoked to be here with you guys. This is cool. We've talked about uh, our two podcasts for a while now, so this is fun. Yeah, it's awesome. We'll finally have an op- opportunity to get together and... and and uh, and talk some fun stuff. And tonight we're going to be talking kind of like a comparison uh, of the new shows out there, The Rings of Power and House of the Dragon. So fantasy, yes, is really big right now. Like, man, if you're a fantasy fan, you should be in just a wonderful spot right now because it's just. Uh, you know, we we have a smorgasbord of <laughs> of fantasy to talk about, right? Um, so let's just jump right into it. Um, so, Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon, yes, the, uh, um, it released a few weeks ago before the Rings of Power. Let's kind of just talk about what uh, what we think overall, and then we'll kind of jump into some more details of uh, each particular show. Let's start. Let's start with uh, since uh, the House of Dragon dropped first. Let's start. Let's start there. Let's go with uh, Jaime. So, little context here. Never had seen Game of Thrones before, right? So, I'm not the guy that's like I saw the whole you know first wave of of, of shows. So, to me, this was like my my first diving point into it, you know. And it started off, you know. It, it's definitely a show about character development. And early on, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be the bad guy. You know who the bad guy is. You kind of had a grasp of, you know, everyone's trying to mess mess up the, what's what's Vesalis, the kings. And it, it just seemed like it's like a lot of character development and just saying like, hey, this 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 is where this, this person stands. This is what they want to do. And it was like pretty awesome and not the most recent episode, but like the one before where like all the main players, you know, the, the princess, she's like, she's cool all the episode. And then all of a sudden she just explodes, right? Damon's like, all right, you know, I got nothing left to lose. You know, let me just go out and do like this outlandishly crazy stuff. It's, 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 it's great so far. 
Um, got a couple hiccups here and there, you know, but you know, it's, it's a great show to, to be watching right now. Jaime, have you never, so you've never seen any of the other, uh, Game of Thrones? Nah. Cool. Game of Thrones newbie. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, um, you know, back, uh, we talked about this a couple episodes back, uh, Vance about, uh, how it was like a cultural thing where, if you were trying to talk to somebody about Game of Thrones, like you had to like kind of lead into it. Say, have you read the books or have you seen the show? You know, how, how, how familiar you are with this you know, material. And like, if they hadn't, if they were new, like, well, it would be forbidden to uh, give you any information until <laughs> certain points, <laughs> certain points, you know, were hit, you know, Look, the only thing I know about the original show, though, is that everyone I know has told me it's a great show, just not the last season. Fact. As the common denominator, right? <laughs> one of the greatest shows ever made, and then one of the greatest disappointments ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such a letdown. Such, Such a letdown. letdown. And, you know, for me, Coming into the season of House of the Dragon, um, you know, we knew that there had been news about this show coming t- to HBO. And I think I just had, I personally was not really excited. You know, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, is this, just, you're just going to continue to bury, you know, the series right. under more, under more garbage, uh, like you ended it or, is this going to be good? It was like a very wait and see attitude. What about you, Josh? How'd you feel about that? I'm kind of same way. I sort of felt a little, a little burned by how it ended. And so I really wasn't that excited when I heard they were doing spinoffs. Um, so I didn't have that high expectations going into this, but it pretty much right off the bat, you're like, okay, this is, this is good game of Thrones. And it just kind of continued on with, you know, what we loved about the show right in the first place and you know we'll see yeah <laughs> we'll see if and, we get disappointed again in the end <laughs> yeah and i think what's really great about game of thrones or house of the dragon now is characterization and timing you really hit it on the head when you talked about characterization like the right out of the gate for this uh, for this series i've it's nothing but a pluses i, I mean what they're doing with the characters like a plus 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 on acting the acting has been superb mm-hmm. um and I mean, even though we don't see a lot of action you know it's like the one i think the third episode is where we uh we saw some battles and stuff like that and we saw some dragons for, uh you know um uh, killing people with their you know with the flame and stuff like that and a little bit in the first episode where we had the the uh the tourney the tourney knights right you know killing each other Weak. Um, <laughs> we have a little bit of action there, but as far Weak. as like the more interesting stuff to me is just like watching the the interplay between the characters, like the tension that exists there and how they're reacting to each other um, in response to each other. I mean, I, I I don't even know Damon. Damon is like the most wild card of wild cards I think right. I've ever seen in a character. Yeah, he totally is. Well, I felt like. In the in the Game of Thrones series, the the kind of the political intrigue, the drama is it's very spread out. It's 
there's a lot going on in a lot of different places, and yes, it does all tie together. This is very like close quarters combat. It's just it's very tight between a smaller group of characters. I mean, and that's the show. So that part of it definitely, um, to me, just kind of gives it a quick pace. Uh, even though, it's, like you said, it's not really action based, but as far as seeing how these characters are interacting and what they're going to do, and um, you know, like you said, the wild card factor of Damon and well, you know, one thing that that sticks out to me, you know, it's it really seems again first time Game of Thrones uh, watcher, but it really seems like a, a game of chess. It's like everyone is close by, like you just said, mm-hmm. and it's like everyone's trying to move their pawns. You know, the hand guy, he's like, "Hey, let me send my daughter." Right? Damon's got a couple things up his sleeve, but you never know what he's going to play, and they're all just trying to knock out the king or become the king. You know. That's why the first series was called Game of Thrones, right? It was, you have these prominent houses, you know, that all are all vying to become king, right? And it's like, they're all backstabbing each other, making alliances, you know, they're doing all kinds of like, po- you know, political moves, just whatever it takes to put right. the, a member of their household on that throne. Here you're seeing that uh, again play out. Uh, and for people that are veteran Game of Thrones watchers, you know, you you're getting a lot of like cool little Easter eggs and callbacks. So many Easter eggs. <laughs> so many. It's just like, oh, if you're if you're a veteran of the show, it's like, man, like the Lannisters. The Lannisters yeah. haven't changed at all, right? It's like this is supposed to be like 200 years before Game of Thrones, and the Lannisters are a huge part of Game of Thrones, and there's. There's scumbags in the you know in the original series, and there's right. still scumbags. They haven't <laughs> changed at all. It's like uh, it's just funny, and just, but you have like what I've noticed like houses that weren't that were uh, subservient to certain houses in the original show are the reverse of that here, right? right? They're like higher up, so it's like a it's lot like, changed in that. A lot years. has changed. <laughs> But like I told Vance, like I told you, it's like this is a great opportunity. Uh, if you're if you're not a Game of Thrones you know, a fan or you haven't watched the first series or whatever, to get in on, on something new because this is like a lot of this stuff is new for us as Game of Thrones uh, veterans. You know, it's like. But but, but Tony, with that, I'm I'm like a first time watcher though, so and I'm digging this right. Mm-hmm. When's when's a good spot to say okay? Now I go back and watch the original show. It probably doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I mean, you could wait until this show's over, but I mean, where this show ends is where the other one picks up. I don't think it'll ruin anything for you. I don't. It's definitely not ruining anything for us. I don't think. No, watching but, it. But it's I know not, for sure. Eddie, it's, it's a prequel, so missed on me. Right. Well, well, I guess like depending on you know how you look at it, because I was around for Game of Thrones. I want to say the first two seasons. And, you know, I don't want to ruin anything for anybody, but it's like, when you start, you know, like kind of like where the Targaryens are in the House of Dragons versus where they were when you first meet them in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, so. Big difference. How, right. how, how Game of Thrones is going to play to you now having watched this show is going to be different than somebody who initially watched Game of Thrones you know, for the first time and because you're going to have backstory, right? Yeah, you're going to, that's true. You're going to have backstory. Like yeah. it's going to be a richer 
it probably will be a richer experience for you actually because yeah. um you're gonna see the exact reasons like game of thrones like my wife my wife she she's not a fantasy person uh she doesn't get in all that stuff uh and we got a funny story coming up like uh my wife like when I first started watching Game of Thrones, she hated it. Absolutely hated it that I was watching it because all she saw was the porn, right? Like, <laughs> like there's a healthy amount of nudity in it. Yeah, right. All she saw was like every time she would walk in a room, it would be one of those scenes, right? She's like, right. You're watching this again. This is the show you were looking forward to. You're like, <laughs> this this is it's like this is nothing but, you know. It's just smut. nasty, nasty, <laughs> slutty television. Um, but you know, then something along the way, there was a scene that happens. It's like season four or whatever, and uh, or season three, and um, it kind of caught her interest. So she went back and watched it. Let me tell you, she has watched that show more times than I have. Wow. She knows the stuff more than I do. Right. But I had to answer a million questions. You know about why this person was here or what's going on with them, because there was no no foundation right. for her. You're going to have that foundation when you go and watch. If you if you decide to go watch Game of Thrones, you have more foundation like than any of us ever had. Like so, um, yeah, I'm a little I'm a little jealous you actually. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna have so fun. many like <laughs> why 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 is this important? Who cares about the chair? You know, it's like you know. Hey, Miss Pinky. Yeah, so what's going on? Hey, Miss Pinky, what's going on? Yeah, so you're actually in an enviable uh, spot right now. And like, so if at the end of this season, you know, if they don't mess it up, you may have that urge to go watch Game of Thrones. And I bet a lot of people are going to have that urge. All right. So I have a story. Four already messed it up for me. I have a story (laughs) here for you. Since you since you brought up your wife. I was I was uh, talking with your wife yesterday at church, and she said, "Oh yeah, you know, it's okay. There's always that one episode in in the season that you're like, oh my god, my jaws drop," and and she she said, "Oh, it's already past. You know, it's first it's first episode." So I'm here, okay. I'm, I'm you know cool. My wife's not watching Game of Thrones at all. I decided to watch Game of Thrones last night. She was around in the room, and us, and you know, you get to a certain sequence of the episode, and she's she's just like, I mean, says nothing, nothing. <laughs> today, and I'm and I'm getting in trouble for saying this, but today during lunchtime, we were having lunch, and she's, she's like, so about what you were watching yesterday. <laughs> she's like, I didn't see the whole thing. I was reading a book, but you know. What's this show about? <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> and I was like, I promise you, I was fast forwarding through this. <laughs> hey, I would say episode four last night. Talk about uncomfortable. I did like, you know, want to go to the kitchen, you know, right. make me a sandwich or something. <laughs> hey, hey. hey. Make you two sandwiches. Yeah, right. right. Tar- Targaryens being Targaryen. I was just so. gonna say you knew that was coming. <laughs> they got a reputation. But uh, yeah, just forewarning. 
That's a thing with Targaryens, okay? Just, just a thing, okay? <laughs> I have no context. <laughs> they love keeping it in the family. <laughs> I was like, man, see, because, and then I guess, I guess for me too, like to me, it was never clear her age. So to me, it's like, you know, because I mean, from episode three to episode four, I guess what, four years have passed? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, four, four years have passed, but it's like, so, you know, but you know, visual wise, she's still the same person. Right. I'm like, you know, this little girl. And I'm like, whoa, oh, 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 what's going on here? Like, yeah. we're all going to jail. I think this is illegal. Right. I'm like, yeah, man, this guy be commercial break. She's, she's 20. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Man. Uh, that, but yay, the outcome of that, boy, things got turned upside down. I gotta yeah. say though, I loved uh, at the very beginning of the episode four when she's interviewing all the different lords and princes and whoever, and the the kid comes up, you know, the fourteen year old, whatever, and he's he's saying his thing, the you know, the lord from Blackwood or whatever, and uh, when the other guy across the room starts taunting him, and so you know, Junior pulls out the sword, and then they're kind of going at it. Next thing you know, <laughs> he takes out the older guy that was you know making fun of him. I saw right. him, and I was thinking, oh, that, that kid's toast. And all of a sudden, right. you, you see him win. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, my guy. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, I knew he was going to win because his sword was bigger than the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you got the reach. I'm like, right, right, right. I'm like, the kid pulls out a full-blown sword. The other guy pulls like a little dagger. you like, right. oh, my God, bro. You better get work by this little kid, you know? Like he ain't pull out his sword just cause, you know. Right, he's he's right. gonna go to work. Right, hey, hey, hey. Right. you gotta be handy with the steel. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And how much you want? Uh, how much you want to bet that kid's gonna show up later on? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, man. He's when when there's when they go into the future, you he's gonna be all ripped and you know just totally. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, legend has it that kid turned into the Northman. Right. <laughs> right. So what's uh what's been your favorite uh part of the show so far, uh, Josh? Well, I really like uh the actor that plays the hand, Reese Ivans Ivans, I think is his mm-hmm. name. Uh last thing I saw him in was uh the Kingsman. I think he played uh Rasputin. Oh yeah, that was, yep. yep, that was Rasputin. Um and he's been in stuff for, for years, but um, I, I like his whole kind of sneaky approach. You kind of just hate him from the get go. Uh, I liked how he was, he's was, I mean, you feel bad for his daughter cause she's, you know, gets manipulated, not even manipulated. She's just straight up told this is what you're going to do. Yep. Thanks. <laughs> and, uh, that sucked. And then, you know, so he's kind of got one eye on, we want the kingdom to succeed. And the other eye on, you know, this is pretty cool. I'm going to get, you know, one of my heirs on the throne. And so in this episode, when he kind of, whether or not how far he was really involved with what happened with uh, the little family get together there. Uh, <laughs> still, it was kind of cool to see him get caught on that. But at the same time, it could, that could still be part of a bigger plan. We don't know. Cause uh, Viserys, uh, he just, uh, he's horrible. He just gets manipulated all over the place. <laughs> right. How many would you think? All right. Two, two things that, that stick out to me, you know, one is, you know, just following up on what Josh was saying, that scene where he, where the king and the hand are just having that conversation. At first, I was thinking, okay, he's going to get the axe just because Rhaenyra told him, right? 
dude just explodes on him and starts, you know, unloading. And they, this was stuff that it wasn't Rhaenyra telling him. Mm-hmm. So, so you knew the guy was keeping it in. And he was, he was just like, at some point it was going to come out, but he finally had, okay, I have my, my opportunity there. So I, I, I too, am like, you know, this king's just trying to be played left and right. And finally he, he says, okay, I have a perfect out to do this and just get this guy you know, booted off the island. Second, you know, I thought it was like very significant at the end of the scene where the priest guy brings brings Rhaenyra this this tea, right? Because Rhaenyra's having this heart to heart with with her dad, and she's like, "Nothing happened with Damon." She wasn't lying about that, uh, <laughs> and Not she's like, plan. "Nothing <laughs> happened. Nothing happened. You be at peace." <laughs> I and still the dad's like, "All right." I still want you to drink this, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, he kind of said something about that earlier in the episode where he's, you know, this is who she is. I mean, she's if she didn't do it with him, basically, she was getting fired up about something and doing something somewhere else. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, he yeah. says, yeah, she she's a dragon. She's wild. Right. Right. <laughs> There's like so much things that are told, man, just by seeing what's what's happening, you know. Does he yeah. trust her at this point? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he doesn't trust her. No. I mean, <laughs> he, he can't. He, There's nothing uh, she's done to earn trust. Nope. <laughs> yeah, but it's like not so as much as he doesn't trust her. He just knows her. That's true. You know, so 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 so, so it's like he he trusts her to be who she is. Like you said, she's a dragon. She's wild. Right. That's what I trust. I don't. I may not trust her words, but I know more right. so her actions. Because and so figure, far. He's- He's been like fiercely loyal to her too. I mean, backing her up like, no, you are the heir. You're the right. you're the next ruler. Like he is right. stuck with that. Right. See, it didn't even um I can't even think of his name. Well, I don't know none of their names, but the black I know I'm talking with him too. Um Corliss. Corliss. But even his wife even tells us like like, you know, like your father may be a lot of things, but a fool he isn't. Mm-hmm. So he- Smart, like like I say, he just goes along with the flow of things, but he's keeping a mental note of what's going on, and that's like like you know Jaime said, that's how he's able to bring up different things, you know, like that isn't being told to him. It's just things that he's been soaking up this whole time, you know. But my favorite, so all right, so here's my favorite scene, but it's like that's why I was like the twenty was trash. All right, so Damon goes out there, whatever, get knocked off, so he's in hand to hand combat. Loses right, he mind you, he's fighting one dude, loses right because he's right celebrating, whatever. Go to the crab feeder, takes out like a hundred dudes. So, this dude, stamina is up here, takes out a hundred dudes, but one little dude, come on, stop. Like that's, like, like, that's what I hate. That's what I hate. Like, you let this man take out like a hundred dudes, but yet they ain't going, Oh, this one dude at the tourney, he's just so all oh, like, Oh, he gets some slipping. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> Fire that writer! All right, <laughs> that is my favorite um, favorite scene. I mean, I, I mean, you know, it's just that you know, what I mean, like you giving everything you got, like you know, your mindset is I'm just gonna be the sacrifice, and lo and behold, you see right. the you see the over the hill, like it didn't just the fire coming down, like oh, it's the dragons, right? Like, man, it's crazy. That's my favorite <laughs> scene so far. Yeah, I mean, uh. I think that the the show's depiction of the king has been really good. Like mm-hmm. as as a, again 
from what we've seen of kings in the past, uh, Game of Thrones, kings aren't very good. Like no, <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, and he's actually been a pretty good king. Like he's wanting to do the right thing for the right. realm. You know, he wants to keep peace. He doesn't want to drag. He's he's not a warmonger. You know, he could yeah. let's go to the war with the free cities. You know, and stuff like that. He's like. Let's just talk this out, you know? Right. And he we comes got a good thing going. He, he comes across as a weakling, right? Mm -hmm. So it was good to see him finally, like, kind of stand up to his hand. The scene where he takes his pen, the hand's pen off of him, is great, yeah. right? But yeah. the scene before that in the bedroom where uh, the hand comes in and, and says, you know, I got some, I got something I don't want to tell you, but, you know, I feel it's I'm obligated to tell you. And the guy just starts calling him out, you know, it's like, right. you're going to talk about my daughter. You need to come out and say it. You know, it's like, right. He was getting mad at the guy. Right. Um, and so he's just got, he's got two family members that just yeah. are just killing him. Right. His brother right. and his daughter. <laughs> right. Right. Um, Both so, was he defended. Right. Yeah. And he defends them. He does. Right. He's fiercely loyal. Both. Even. It's crazy. I, I I love I love the guy that got playing the king is doing a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, and when when he whatever happens to him, that is going to be the 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 ignition to stuff just going crazy. Because right. I mean, and they're telling us right up front, you know, if Rhaenyras is queen, the realm will tell tear itself apart. And it's like, you like Renera. I like Renera. I mean, she'd be a good queen. But what he says is not wrong. The the mm -hmm. hand. What he says is not wrong. The it will be war. Right. You know? And now so, but you know, you got Damon who wants to be the king. You, you know, Renera who wants to be the queen. And then Aegon, the little brother. Right. And everybody's gonna come to Aegon because he's what four years old, but he has the, <laughs> but he's got the conqueror's name and he's a boy. Right. right, right. I can't, I can't ask and really get an answer because I'm like, so did y'all watch it like, you know, all the way through where they tell you like what's going to happen next and all that stuff like that? I actually did last night, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, did. Yeah, I did. All right. All right. All right. It's exciting. I couldn't help myself. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's, yeah, let's, let's wrap up the House of the Dragon so we can, I think we all kind of agree. I mean, I love the show. Jaime, I mean, what do you think? You know, I'm I'm gonna give it, you know, a ten out of ten so far. Nice. Vance? Yeah. I, hey, just because of the twenty seat alone, we're gonna go at eight. We're gonna get it. All right, get it all right. I'm actually with Vance. Um I I just actually rated it not too long earlier tonight on uh, my little IMDB uh profile, but I gave it an eight as well, um, this far. And I, I'm really impressed. I like it. It just kind of, in my opinion, like I said, picks up where Game of Thrones left off as far as being a good quality fantasy show, but it didn't really, it hasn't really wowed me yet. Like just blowing my socks off. Lord of the Rings though, Rings of Power, that one, uh, but we'll get into that. But uh, no, I'm digging it though. Yep. Yeah. So you said eight? Yes. <sighs> Tony, what are, my, what are you my score, uh, I'm going to give it an 8.2. Oh. <laughs> 8.2, right? Just because I know where the series, like we saw where Game of Thrones can go, could take it, right? 
I think I think we can get there. I think we can get even above that. I well, hopefully they learn their lesson. A room to grow. I'm sure they got. I mean, they know that you know that they know the blowback they got from how that season ended. I mean, I heard they got something like so many million like signatures on reshoot that season, <laughs> fix your mistakes. You know, right? Um, all right, let's jump into our next fantasy show. Rings of Power for all the tokens fans out there. Right. Um, let's uh, let's uh, let's get into it. You know, it dropped a couple of weeks ago with a two episode uh, premiere. Uh, then we got the third episode that dropped this past Friday. So who wants to who wants to uh, lead off? What what do we think overall so far um, of the uh, of the Stupid new elves? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm talking about the last episode, like Stuart L. I mean, want you lead us off. All right, man. This show is the perfect balance of you know Lord of the Rings meets the Terminator. Because <laughs> Galadriel is just unseasoned, just driven, like you know, I'll be back, you know, kind of <laughs> unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a, it's a, it's been a great, you know, follow up. I, I was just talking to Tony earlier how I didn't realize that Galadriel, the character, was in the first Fellowship of the Ring movies, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. her, right? You know, and I have a little bit of the of, of personal theory of you know the what's the right name for the guy that fell from the stars? I'm gonna call him Starman. Right. Uh, I have a, 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 a theory of kind of how that character is going to play out, but you know, I'm kind of crossing my fingers. I'm, I'm, I'm wrong about it. It's, it's, it's a fun show. It, and you know, this is completely different because whereas game of Thrones has been very character development, character progression about, about it in its season so far, this show is just like, you don't know what's driving the, ther- the Terminator, right? Hmm. You don't, you don't know what where, where people are kind of coming from. They're they're just like there, and this is hey, this is me, this is what I do. <laughs> so right. this is so this is like it's it's a very different show, and one's not safe for work, and one is one is. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct, Josh. Uh, I am a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Um, I've read the books, or at least I've read the you know, the Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Hobbit. Um, this show I've been waiting. And you know, once they first announced it years ago, I mean, I just, I was holding my breath. I just, I could not wait. And uh, so I had really high standard. I had a really high bar set for, you know, this first episode when it dropped and I was very happy with it. Um, I, it definitely kept the, the flavor of middle earth that Peter Jackson set up from the other movies. So I, um, it, it was comfortable and I, I loved it just getting back into that. Uh, I love the fact that it's covering, um, some history of middle earth that we don't really know a whole lot about, at least in pop culture. And it's, it's cool. It's such a broad, um, age that they're covering that it kind of gives them a little wiggle room to be creative and of course, there's the you know I, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. I'm I'm not like a diehard. I can tell you everything about it. I mean, I love the movies, and like I said, I've read the books. But then there's there's people with you know PhDs on <laughs> the study of Tolkien's you know history of Middle Earth. But I'm I'm super pumped. I'm really enjoying it. I love the fact that I can watch it with my kids. They were they're enjoying it. So that's that's a plus. You don't have to hide. <laughs> <laughs> you watch this show. Uh, I think I've watched all three episodes twice. 
So I'm I'm in it. Nice. Lance, what about you? You're new to this, aren't you? Uh kinda like um I've uh, I've watched, you know, the Lord of the Rings and stuff like that um in the past. Uh I didn't see The Hobbit, but uh so far, um I like the show, just waiting for the uh you know, action and the uh, climax kind of turn, you know, it's, it's, it's starting to get there, you know, but, um, man, it seemed like the elves are making all the dumb, dumb decisions. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm um, not going to hold back on the elves. Yeah. Well, that was kind of my, my, uh, initial take on the show. Uh, we talked about this before. It's like, I, I felt like it was a little elf heavy. Like, you know, we needed the humans. Right. To step up. You know, they were just kind of being, you know, in the background as either like uh, traitors to Middle Earth or or what. We need a we need a human to step up uh, for us to uh, rally around as humans, uh, because like uh, Jaime was saying, you got Terminator Elf, right? <laughs> you couldn't be stopped. Like she's literally swimming across the ocean. Right. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be, you know, yeah, she's like, just give me some water, right? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I mean, and th- you know, this is, I mean, Tolkien, the author of uh, Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. I mean, he started off like Game of Thrones, uh, R.R. Martin, all those fantasy uh, writers, you know, can look to Tolkien, who laid the foundation basically for for this you know whole industries right. can thank yes. token um dungeons and dragons players all this yep. like, this is <laughs> this is it right you got this the elves. granddaddy of them yep. all this is it like uh you got dwarves you got elves you got orcs goblins trolls yep. i mean everything you can think of is in the show and like and the character of the show is like where in uh the house of the dragon um Everything is played out in the throne room or the the God's wood or, um, you know, one little island, you know, in the um, uh, the crab feeder islands or whatever. Um, you have this huge world. I mean, yeah. and, and they really play to it, too. And when I heard the budget for this yeah. uh, series, it was crazy. I mean, yeah. almost it was like what was it like seven hundred million? I heard it was close to one billion. With yeah, yeah. for yes. for a TV series. Yeah, that's. I mean that that number would be crazy for a movie, uh, right? But I mean for a TV series, and it looks it looks like you know they didn't waste their money no. on, on the visuals. Um, and I think even if you're not into the story, you cannot deny the pure eye candy of, you know, of watching it. It is just gorgeous. It looks good. I've watched it on, you know, ultra high def TV. I've watched it on my phone. I've watched it on the iPad. I mean, it's just all different spectrums and it always looks good. It's, it's amazing. Just from the, you, you can tell they, they didn't pinch any pennies. Right. Yeah, 715 million. Yeah, Tony, you're right, man. The, this, this, the scale of this is just on a different level, right? Because you have all these storylines, and they're all going to come together at some point. But you have things that are happening with the Harfoots, the Elves, that romance between the Elf and and the and the human. You know, more in in every episode, it just feels like it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, 
and right. and so I think they they're really playing the game of like let's build the world, right? And maybe that's just because Game of Thrones people knew the world already. Although you kind of could argue that for Lord of the Lord of the Rings too, but it's like they're really building out this whole thing to to really play out like all these things eventually come coming together. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, even with uh, the Rings of uh, uh, House of the Dragon or even Game of Thrones, like, really, their battlefields are more in the the character, one-on-one characters, right? They don't need huge battlefields and huge, uh, you know, land masses to, for that to play out on. Uh, and But in Rings of Power, you know, it's it's cra- it's totally on a different scale, it's, right? It's, and if they can bring characterization, even anywhere close that what Game of Thrones is, has, uh, then it this the series should be uh, successful. Absolutely. Well, I know, uh, like you were saying, uh, how it was missing the humans, the human element. It was it was very weak in the first two episodes, and then this episode three, where uh, we get to see uh, Numenor you know, the island nation, and that is a huge part of human history in Middle-earth that it gets kind of hinted at and talked about, you know, very much in the past in the Lord of the Rings movies. Mm -hmm. And so getting to see this and also getting to see these human cities and architecture in their prime, like they just, this is how they were supposed to be versus in the Lord of the Rings movies. We see them all broken down and, you know, obviously hundreds or thousands of years old. But getting to see these these human characters that we've heard about in the past or from the other movies or, or they're talked about in past history and we're getting to see them, you know, kind of played out. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So if you uh, if you uh, remember from the, the first uh, Lord of the Rings movie uh, where and I think and I was telling uh, Jaime this earlier, I'm pretty sure that's Galadriel that's doing a narration for the series. I think that's Galadriel that's doing that yeah. narration. Um and she's talking about you know, the war against Sauron and how uh, they went to, I guess it was Mount Doom, right? And um, they they were having that battle, and they show him swinging that huge mace, yep. right? And he's just, you know, knocking out hundreds of dudes at a time, and then uh, he he kills the king, um, and so. We we are introduced to that guy, that character in right. episode, uh, three, right? Yeah, that was the that was the guy that uh, fished them out of the water. Yep. That that was, I can't remember. Is El, what is his name? Um, Aline or something like that. I gotta look that up real quick. But yeah, because his son is Sildor. He's the one that you know actually gets the ring. Yeah, so we're we're seeing so we see him, we see his son Asilador, and when they were like talking about when they say his name on the boat, you know, Asilador, you know, it's like, hey, that's I think that's, that's the guy. The guy. <laughs> that's the guy from Lord of the Rings who right. loses the ring in the water and gets killed. Right? right? It's like, yeah, and that is. Um, I had to. I I couldn't like wait for the show to explain that to me. I had to go look it up. Oh and, yeah. And to verify. If my suspicions were right, and it was, oh yeah, <laughs> that's definitely that's, that's definitely it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you got Numenor, that island uh, nation, and it's like uh, seeing all that 
because you see some of that in the Lord of the Rings. It's like what happened to that civilization, right? It's like right. these people that were that could make all this stuff. Um and it's so grand and stuff. Uh so to kind of it's like prequel. It's just like Game of Thrones. It's just we're getting yeah. a prequel. We're getting another prequel, you're right. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. What a what a day to be alive. It's like the golden age of, of fantasy on TV. It's <laughs> right. So who's your favorite character? Jaime. The Terminator. Character? <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually I'm interested in just to see if I can get more out of Galadriel as the as the season progresses, man. <laughs> what was it with the scene on horseback? We oh my gosh. <laughs> we her finally face. got the What was that? Her, her face while she's riding is oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say riding? Yeah. Oh man, that was Ooh. it. Was so corny, but it it was kind of awesome at the same time. <laughs> Over the time, slow motion too. It's just like, oh my gosh. You know what? <laughs> like one of those images you like to ride. Gotcha. Eye, so you can watch like a television. We're like, oh, we better get kids. Man, that was a pretty awkward scene. <laughs> hey, here's it. Yeah, it's, you know about uh, he's hey, and then like you know you got to really listen and do the math. He's like, yeah, it's like a quarter day what ride? What's a quarter day ride? You know? Right, like, right. Like, like, well, I got a quarter mile. He's like a quarter day mile. Like what? A quarter. Day? I gotta what? say, so in that third episode, they introduced so many new characters. And there was a lot of lines like that that got lost as well. I, had, I literally, I was saying, like, I rewatched all the episodes, but that one I had to really pay attention to because so much kind of just blew by me and just trying to take everything in. And like, and that that line right there even kind of totally stands out. Quarter day ride. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> man, yeah, she said riding, right? <laughs> uh, well, I, I got to say, I'm really, really digging the new character, uh, that elf, um, Aaron Deer, mm-hmm. the guy that, uh, well, he just failed in <laughs> trying to uh, bail out all the elves there on that whole escape right. prison right. break yeah. situation. That, yeah, that water scene. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Don't turn Bro. that up. Right. Don't turn that up. I'll be thinking like this. <laughs> You know, I'm like, I'm letting the water like spill on me. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm, uh, I was like, hey, I was like, man, when I'm going to get it? I was like, oh man, don't even yep. take it. Just give it back. Just give it back. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. He's he's uh, he's a good character. I like him, but yeah. he's got that elf thing where he was jump. He he jumped on that chain. Oh like, yeah, like that's some Legolas stuff. Oh yeah, light <laughs> light feet, light quick feet. Yeah, yeah. Vance was yeah. your character. Oh, uh, I like him, um, but um, you know he's so just you know smitten right now. You know he has to snap out of it. He <laughs> get all, he's, he's just so smitten by the human, you know, like um. But yeah, but I mean, I still think that's his son. I don't know why. I just feel like that's his son. I don't know. I was I was wondering that too. Yeah. But he's evil. He's <laughs> He's evil. Uh, he's like a demon. You know, he's evil. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust him. You know. Yeah. Um, I really like Elrond. 
I oh, really, he's great. I, I really like how they've made him into like this. He's a poet. He's yeah. Like, you know, he's got a thing for Gladrill. Um, he's got that friendship with Duran. Yeah. That, that's a funny, that was a funny thing. Do you, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's like, we're going to get up here and they're going to welcome us with open arms and trumpets. Right. <laughs> and they're like, go away. <laughs> right. With horns. Right. With horns. <laughs> right. And the other elf was like, yeah, <laughs> I don't think they like you. Right. <laughs> away from hey. back in town. <laughs> you know what? I could have been in my feelings at that moment I watched it, but that was a touching scene when he was like, you know, like you missed my wedding, you missed my kids, right? Like, you've right. been away, sure. like don't come here, like asking for nothing, and like you, you, you call yourself a friend, and like you miss like the most important, like right? Life. I was like, oh, tell him, tell him why you mad. The dwarves have so much emotion, man. Like what you're just saying is so true, and and when they're having dinner, right, man. Yeah, I totally relate to like the whole conversation where you know dwarves like upset and the wife's like, "Oh, you're staying," and the the the, the male dwarf's like, "No, he's there." And she's like, "You're he's staying." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean that's a that's it's kind of sad to put, to see that sort of stuff play out. Like you get like Durin, who's a great character. But, mm-hmm. but you know, later on in the Lord of the Rings, what happens to that realm, right? It's right. That's like, like, it's kind of, man, we're going to see, we know something's bad going to happen. Now you're going to see it play out, right? right? And you have a great character. That's the one thing about, you know, this particular prequel. We know that, you know, it's not going to end well for no. a lot of these characters. Well, yeah, see, and, 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 and that's what I was alluding to back in... House of Dragons is like, you know, you know how the dragons end up. Right. You know? Yeah. So, that's tough, boy. It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough knowing the truth. Lie to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, what do we, th- I mean, I mean, do we want to make a prediction? Prediction? Like, it seems like in this, like, uh, series, like, we're headed to war, obviously. That's how all these fan, uh, fantasy always shows, uh, always goes to war. Like, I don't know, any predictions out there how that's going to play out? That's that's tough. I'm lose this, man. Right. <laughs> well, Jaime, what was your? You said you had a prediction on who you think the Star Man is. Oh, yes. All right. So this is uh, this is just a Jaime G theory. I'm thinking. That I've been telling Tony. Man, the reason why they couldn't find Sarn for so many years is because that's him, dude. Dude's going to pull a Kaiser Soze somewhere in the show. <laughs> it was going to be like, oh, look at this guy. He's he's chill. You know, he's helped us out. And all of a sudden, he's like, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. He could just turn like that, realize who he is. Right? Kind of like that story about theory, the, uh, what's the story about the frog and the scorpion? Oh yeah, like crossing the stream. Yep, like the scorpions carrying uh, the the frog uh, carries the scorpion across uh, across the stream, and then the scorpion stings the frog, and the frog asks, "Why did you just do that? You killed us both." Because that's who I am. Right. <laughs> yep. 
So well, I know I know they say, and here's the thing where you get the hardcore, you know, Tolkien fans that that say, you know, well, there weren't really any wizards in this time period, uh, or at least not like we know them from later on in the Third Age. But there's so many little things with the with the Star Man that definitely remind me of Gandalf, as far as um, I mean, looking to control the fireflies. Uh, he's we've seen him do that before. Even the fact that he doesn't remember his name when he became Gandalf the White, he didn't remember his name. They had to tell him because he's been different things throughout you know his thousands of year history. Mm. Um, he's he's got an affinity for the little people. You know, you know, Gandalf loved the hobbits. So, I don't know. Who knows? Could be somebody completely yeah. new. Could be Sauron. But they're, I love the way they're just, they're, they're frustrating everyone. Now, even if you watch other videos and things, you know, online right now, there's no, like, clear cut, oh, that's definitely this character. I mean, they're, they got everybody guessing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And they, they probably won't reveal it until the very end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then season two announced. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I always think back, like, the most epic endings to things. I always think about, you know, the, 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 this, how it, how that uh, Lord of the Rings series played out and how it all came down to Samwise Gamgee. That's it. <laughs> the most important. The most heroic character there was. Right. Right? He just <laughs> wanted to go back home. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So if he comes anywhere close to that. Yeah. Right. Man. All those naysayers who was sitting there saying, I can't stand it because it's not true to Tolkien. I'm like, you're saying that now. But right. So let's hope that they can reach that point. Oh, for uh, sure. All right. Hey. Out of the two shows, which one do you think is winning as far as viewership, you know, quality, all everything you can think of? House of Dragons. Probably House of Dragons, but it's it's a little bit oranges and apples in a way, absolutely, too. Absolutely. Completely different. The fact that, like we were saying, how this is a show, you, you know, uh, Rings of Power is a show you can watch with your, your older kids, House of the Dragon. You know, you may not even be able to watch it with your spouse. It's just, right. You know, it's yeah. so different. You know, such different. Yeah. You know, audience groups in a way. Well, being also, it's still fantasy. You know, I'm, and I'm right. sure a lot of people watch both. Which is cool because, like, for you know, for us fantasy nerds, you know, we're having a great time uh, with both shows. But like, I I feel like uh, when people say fantasy. Like people that aren't into fantasy, they just pigeonhole everybody as like right. you know, oh, you dress up like a wizard, you know, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and have a wand or a staff, and you know, you know, act all goofy and stuff like that. It's like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a wide spectrum. Like it this, is, this can cover right. It can cover. It's just like anything else. It's like it doesn't have to be just this it can be this and that so we have the high fantasy like high high fantasy with ring of power and we have fantasy that's more grounded even though you have dragons which is interesting like 
We've seen more dragons in the low fantasy version of fantasy versus the I've seen these right. dragons yet in uh, Rings of Power, but we know they are there, right? We know Smog yeah. is there, right? Yeah, we know from he's the Hobbit, Smog, and he's a gigantic dragon, um, right? Well, it's funny because then you have like Harry Potter, which is fantasy as well, but that's definitely more. I don't even know what to call that, like pop culture, yeah, low key fantasy. I mean, it's adventure. I don't know. It's it's still fantasy, but it's it's still yeah. It's it's not as heady as Lord of the Rings or you know even Game of Thrones. I don't know, like Harry Potter fantasy and Ring of Power fantasy. You know, that's kind of like they draw a distinct line between good and evil, right? It's like mm -hmm. it seems more black and white. Right. Where Game of Thrones is like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, who do you cheer for? Because they all right. bad, right? Like the girl literally told the the queen. You know, I promise on my mom's grave that I didn't right. do anything. I'm like, uh, yeah. what? You lying. Right. <laughs> I'm right. like, dang, you went there? Yeah. <laughs> and she like, she probably, well, her mom did anyway. Ain't gonna hurt her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? So it's like, yeah, I mean, those characters over there in the house of the dragon, like, they're right. like, I don't even well, know. They're so great. It's true. It's the good characters end up doing bad stuff, and the bad characters sometimes come around, and they're kind of good. And it is it is kind of a convoluted mess, moral mess, of what is the right thing. So yeah. you're right. Yeah, those other two are definitely more clear cut on yeah. the good and evil. Anyway, the two great shows. So if anybody who's watching or listening on the podcast, hey, if you haven't jumped in yet on either one of the shows, go do it man now's the Get time it. yeah now's the time don't miss out on this opportunity to uh catch these two great shows in the beginning i'm sure uh they're just going to grow in popularity unless they totally botch their second half of the seasons but <laughs> <laughs> and, and you gotta um, do it now before everyone ruin is, ruins it oh yeah all oh, right just like we're doing Yaku right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah in case you didn't know this is a spoiler heavy oh, yeah. episode yeah, <laughs> You made me add that in post. <laughs> uh, all those, all those people watching Twitch right now—they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Oh, hey, if you're watching, you should just assume it's going to be spoilers, right? right? Right. If anybody's putting any type of uh, discussion talk, it's like you know, yeah, yeah. Count on it. You count yeah. on it. It's 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 going to be spoilers. But anyway, all right, guys, it's, you know, we're coming up on the top of the hour here. It was, uh, you know, it's been great talking about these two shows. And I want to thank Josh for joining us here tonight on Good to Game Thanks Radio, and bringing his opinions and, and everything to the show. Hope to have you back. Maybe when the seasons conclude, we can, uh, we can uh, come back and mm -hmm. visit. And That'd be awesome. See how it turned out. And uh, Jaime, again, thanks for joining us. Uh, Thanks for and, having and, me. And after, uh, hopefully your wife... Uh, doesn't uh you know ban <laughs> you from one of those shows? <laughs> hey, right? Or you know maybe she'll you know be like mine. Oh, let's let me watch it like three times. <laughs> oh, Again, man. thanks yeah. uh thanks for everybody for taking the time to drop by and, and hearing our discussion on the Rings of Power and uh, House of the Dragon. So you guys have a great night. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> later, later, guys. Yeah. That's supposed to be a dragon. <laughs> that worked. <laughs> that sounded like a car near at the corner right. of your street. <laughs> oh, let's get some. We gotta get some fancy noises going. Right.
right. <laughs> <laughs>